Hello and welcome to Talking Schmidt. I'm your host, Eric Schmidt. And I'm Greg Burmeister. And we've got a terrific guest today. Our guest today is a hilarious comedian. His name is Anthony DeVito. Anthony DeVito, welcome. No, to man. I told you it was a brief intro. Man, super brief. That's great. <laughs> no, man, that's so great. Let's get right <laughs> fucking totally, to man. it. Because sometimes they're like two minutes long. Yeah, and, yeah, just, and you just, just got to sit there. Sitting yeah. here and then they throw to you and <laughs> then music comes on. And you're like, when, when do I go? What do I do? I, I think I did one. I I did one, I think it was the other day, where it was like, the, the host had this like hilarious, like riffy, clearly like a lie intro, and yeah. I love that. I yeah, get very sure. excited to be like, I'm going to, great, I'm going to yes and this, and then they, they throw it at me, and then there was like at least 30 seconds of music, and then the first thing I, <laughs> first thing I said was sorry, because whatever riff I had in my head, it began with sorry, and the, the host went, sorry for what? And I went, I'm sorry for like a thing from two minutes ago, and I just bombed for 20 minutes and then Perfect. picked it up. Well, that but, would be the case today. You're going to do great, Anthony. No, we, yeah, we, I'm, we both believe in you, and we believe in ourselves, yeah. no, and that's what's important. Already, <laughs> yeah. this feels great. You guys okay, are good. Yeah. How was your Easter, by the way? Oh, Because this is, this is Thursday of this week, not, oh, not yeah. Monday when we're for, recording. For, right now, it's Thursday. If you're is. hearing this, it's What a week Thursday. it's been, New York. Well, yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> what a Monday through Wednesday we've had. Um, <laughs> How was your Easter, though? The Mets won the pennant already. Miracle Mets. What a shot. <laughs> oh, and, and Mayor Adams was up to his old tricks on Tuesday, wasn't he? <laughs> Typical. I can't it believe they let that shooter go I from know. last week. That's no. terrible. Yeah. They got to catch him again. Yeah, his stupid Sympathy Tuesdays <laughs> that he decided to start running uh, this t- week. Um, All right, so how was your Easter? You went visit yeah, your yeah, mom? Easter was good. Went to mom's in Jersey. Yeah. Uh, we do. So my mom's best friend and daughter are both Jewish, so we'll usually, they'll come over and they think it's hilarious. I mean, I'm not, we're not really devoutly Catholic by right, any right. means, but like, it's very funny to watch them come over and it's, and you know, their words, but it's a clear upgrade from Passover. So yeah, like, of course. They're so excited. They make all the, he, these, uh, he has risen jokes. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Did, did you paint eggs? Did you show them how to paint eggs? Or? No, we didn't do, they're older. There's an adult. No, I know, but like adults love painting eggs That's too. That's true. You know? Yeah, no, you're right. You I write your name lazy. on it. It's fun, you know? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you this story. Now that you said Easter, I'll just start. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Easter. I just well, crossed it off, but now you can bring it back. It, 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 it is risen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let, gone, let me resurrect baby. this anecdote. Um, my uncle, this was, uh, so this, I think I was in like, my uncle was in charge of the like town rec center mm-hmm. when i was in like i like, think fourth grade and where is this bloomfield this is in right. bloomfield yeah. new jersey yeah. so um he's in uh, so there's a uh, townwide easter egg hunt every year where it's at pulaski park uh all there's a couple golden eggs and if mm-hmm. you get the golden egg i think you win like a bicycle or something whoa like that. holy oh, shit that's okay. about, i thought you like 20 bucks in there yeah like god damn <laughs> not, not too bad yeah no. bloomfield was you know embezzling quite a bit of money at the time <laughs> and we're doing well is bloomfield <laughs> a nice one because there's like glen falls right is that near there bloomfield falls in the middle Okay. okay. So like Belleville's dirty. Yeah. Dirty in the sense of like dirty, dangerous. Then yeah. you have Glen Ridge and Glen Falls, and those towns are very nice. And then Bloomfield's kind of in the middle. Gotcha. Uh, the last scene of The Sopranos is shot in Bloomfield. Perfect. It's ah. called, a place called Holsteins. Right. Love so, it. Um, so it's kind of, you know, blue collar, salt of the earth, just like big, you know, a lot of Italian people. Gotcha. So the Italian Easter egg hunt, my uncle, he goes, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I was just, I'm a pretty like straight laced, like honest kid. My uncle goes, I know where the eggs are. <laughs> and I, wow. This is some odd <laughs> shit. Yeah, Man, this is insider information. Yeah, it's like you Italians, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Got a hot All tip. Yeah. Yeah. We'll split a mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this lunatic. Right before the hunt begins, he pulls me aside and he goes, "You want to know where the eggs are?" And I was like, "I don't know. Like, I don't. I feel. I was so uncomfortable, like lying. You know what I mean, or doing anything dishonest. It's like Wonka. It's like uh, the guy from. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's corrupt Wonka. Yeah. He pulls me aside and he's you just like bicycle. Yeah, <laughs> he's pulling a slugworth. Yeah. You and me, we'll, we'll split this thing. Seventy-five dollars each. What do you think? Get you some tops baseball cards. So did you get you got the bike? Right. Well, yeah, but um, I did. But I had to. He and, he and this is the other thing he goes. He goes. Don't make it obvious. <laughs> So what did you do? Walk around? Walk around? Is it on me? Is it? Oh no, it's probably not in my pocket. Yeah, it's over here. Hey, you're like hunting with friends too. Well, I'm trying to like help them like a little bit too. I'm like. I, I don't, it's probably not up that, if I were to venture a guess, I really think you're, it's not up that yeah, hill. I don't have a good feeling about this. That's yeah, that's you're getting not, colder. You're getting colder. Yeah. <laughs> to get out of that thicket. <laughs> you're a savant for finding yeah. eggs. Oh, it's horrible. Did you ever, did you ever come these clean and, until now? Or? Right now. Yeah. Wow. Right now. Okay, you're uh, cool. I've come clean right now. Well, you're going to hear from the police. <laughs> I hope so. I hope this case is still out. pending. <laughs> So Anthony, uh, the other day, uh, people, you know, people probably yes. wonder how how this how this wonderful podcast is booked. Sure. And uh, you were kind of an interesting one. Mm. You were someone we were going to ask to have on, obviously. Right. But then I just happened <laughs> upon you on the subway. Yeah. And uh, that's always fun. And when I was a kid, I remember I would watch Seinfeld, and I, I grew up in Florida. Right. And he would always be running into his friends. And yeah. Like, There's no way that happens in totally. New York City. Too big of a city, yeah. right? But it does, and it's a miracle. And we had a nice conversation about. <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. Yes. Oh, we the did. wonderful architecture. Oh, man, that's yeah. right, because you're from Lakeland. Yeah, I'm yes. from Lakeland, Florida. Yes. Enough. Yeah, well, we'll get to all that later okay, on. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright. So great. <laughs> What an interesting way to do a podcast. You're to tease the Frank Lloyd Wright portion of the podcast. Hang tight, all you architects out there. We'll get to that. That's after the break, fellas. Just walking to water. Oh, man, what a cool thing you just did. Oh, my God. Hold on now. Everybody just cool your jets, hold your horses, guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every now and again. Uh, no, no, please go ahead. Okay, you've. Uh, I, What's the I, next topic what you want to bring up to on. put on hold for yeah. an hour? <laughs> when, when I. <laughs> When I was doing the research about you, yes, um, I, I came across this thing, and I didn't. I, I, I don't know if I saw it in like a blurb mm-hmm. from a podcast you did. It was just a phrase that said, uh, "Recognized on the subway as wild guy with no pants." Do you oh, know what that I is? I know what that is. Okay, okay. Can you I talk know, about I know exactly that? Exactly. That okay. Yes. So this is years ago when I was in my uh, mid twenties, um, I was living in Paris, and uh, oh, okay. Yes, and I you, was, you bartended there, right? Yes, okay. I bartended yeah. there. Okay. Um, and uh, I. You know, I was I, I went to college for architecture right. at University of Miami. University of Miami. Architecture was just so like I mean, everyone thinks of like Miami. It's a party town. It's a party school. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But the architecture program is so involved. So I just worked all the time. So post college, I uh, had friends that were living in Paris. I moved there with them, and I got a job just under the table bartending at an exchange school. Cool. Um, so that for me, I was like, well, this is my college experience. I'm like this kind of cool older bartender. I have a little bit of confidence that I never had in college. Wait, wait, wait. How old were you? 
Um, I want to say like twenty five, maybe that somewhere you in that an range. Older bartender, I guess, You're yeah. Seasoned veteran. Compared to these nineteen year old college kids. Well, no, the the thing with the the bar was like kind of like the max. Right. Where it was like, it and eighteen was, is a drinking age there too. Yes, right? eighteen okay. is a drinking yeah, age. Uh, okay. And like all the kids there were like these like super like super affluent like in ways that you're like right. oh it's beyond like borders rich. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. would talk to a kid who would be like oh, I'd like a Smirnoff ice and you'd be like oh cool and he'd be like what do you do and he's like oh my father is the president of Iraq. Oh, <laughs> you know wow, what I mean? Okay. Like stuff like that. You know? <laughs> I'm not just saying that because I'm holding your lovely Saddam Hussein mug. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> But um, so I we, we've got to, so that we, Anthony is holding a Saddam Hussein mug that I purchased in Malta. Uh, we're not. It, it's more of an irony thing. We're not actually like pro Saddam Hussein. We'll we'll post a picture on social and and yeah, that'll be that'll, that'll be it for for going into that. Sorry, you were you were no, you were bartending in Paris. You were serving so, Smirnoff ice to the yes, president of Iraq's yes. son. So like all so I was um so I just had like um you know when you go to a, a new place. No one knows you there. You kind of get to reinvent yourself, and yeah. you, you get to go. This you'll meet this version of me, right? Yeah, right. Start, so, start fresh. Exactly. Yeah. So I was this like little older bartender, like you know, no one knew why I was here. Had this, you know, like had this under the table job. So I just was like this, just like fun drunk throughout the city. Nice. Um, and kind of spent that time doing that. And I was kind of. What year was this, by the way? This was in um, two thousand, probably like two thousand. Eight. Oh wow! Okay. I want to say like somewhere mm-hmm. around then. Yeah. And how long were you there? Or not? Yeah, about a year. About so a year. Okay. Ten months, I think. Yeah. Okay. So um, I would we would just go to bars and I would just always take my pants off. I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I was I don't know. It's like a very very funny thing to do. I I was like I'm this American asshole who just takes his pants off at every bar and it's very funny. So then there was one. They're t- like, wow, Americans are really uh, Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like. Um, I was like Roberto Benigni yeah, right. winning an award at every bar. I just want to do a tanko de You're saying pants, just pants, right? You were just taking, pants. You weren't, you weren't, no, you no, I wasn't. Around. Yeah, I'm not so confident yeah. that I would do that. Or, or illegal. I think that's like clearly a crime. You know how the French are, though. Yeah, you know? true. Yeah. And like, she will be president. That's how they choose their leaders. Yeah. They're like, good win. It's good. This guy hangs dong. <laughs> so that's so that, and you never got in trouble for it, but that's what you just no, did. No, I would never get in trouble for it. It was like you know, like pretty festive atmosphere. But there was one time where I was on the metro and this guy came up to me. Oh. I didn't know this guy. <laughs> and he goes, Hey, I know you. And I was like, Ah, oh, like I you know, I don't know, you go to this school or whatever. And he goes, No, you take your pants off at bars. <laughs> and I was like like, I might have to get things together. <laughs> so it was just some, like, French guy out in yeah. the world. You know what I mean? He wasn't a student at the school or anything. He was just like, ah, you! Oh, no, no pants guy. No, no pants, pants man! Guy. Yeah. Did you end up graduating uh, from college or no? Yes, I graduated okay. from college. Before with, you went to Paris? Yes, before okay. I went to Paris. So I graduated from college in uh, 2005. And then I lived for a brief period in Hawaii, um, traveled a little bit, and then came back to Jersey, worked at an architecture firm for like two or three, about two years. Okay. So I would say from there I moved to Paris. So wow. I gave architecture kind of a shot in Jersey. Yeah. I worked for this like family run firm. It was uh, the dad, the two sons, the mom was did the accounting, and me. 
Wow. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so it was pretty intense. And what? I was terrible. When did you when did you start doing comedy? Did you start doing comedy in college or No, I started doing comedy here in um in I would say City. like two thousand nine. Two thousand yes, because yeah. Okay. Um and I looked this up the other day, by the way. Um you did the first good for you we ever had. Yeah. In February of two thousand thirteen. How long had you been doing comedy? Probably like four years at okay. that point. Yeah, because that was the best. Because you guys, I think you went to like one UCB East show yeah, or something. That was it. I, and then yeah. you would just perpetually book that lineup. And it was like, <laughs> it, was it was the greatest, man. It was, it was me, like you and Adam, Adam Newman. Newman and, uh, and we oh, just yeah. did your show yeah. every month. And it was like the best kept. It was like the, one of the best shows in New York that only we did. And it was incredible. Well, it thank was, you. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for doing the show every all those years. Month, me and Newman would do the best show in new york city and it was, yeah it was it was it was amazing it well was thank such you a great time well we, we appreciate it yeah, um sure. and then you also did the last one at cantina royale did you know that oh i didn't know that yeah that was the march 8th 2020 show you were oh. on that one as well which oh, i was wow. like holy shit because it's not a venue at all anymore oh really and it oh, can't I didn't know be that. one like no one will yeah. ever do that that was just Damn. a couple days before everything <clears throat> yeah shut Damn. Down, i did man. not even realize yeah that. Oh, so I, I, I yeah i was like oh let me i was like i think anthony did the first one and i went and checked that and i was like he did yeah and then i was like and I, man and then i went to the last man. one i went to the last lineup I, and i was like holy shit damn i always regret that set because i was in a bad mood oh my god yeah i was not gonna ask you about that well i, don't care. I, well, I well i didn't know you know because yeah, I, yeah. I you did great yeah you know you but were I doing get, but i you, get so in my head but you like you 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 i think you left after like six minutes yeah you were you were like crushing and then you're just like all right that's it bye <laughs> and uh and, like, and, it's, and it's like and it's way cr and, you know it's like crowded and everyone's yeah, like laughing and having totally. a good time which they, like freaked me a little bit out, you know out because of covid of <laughs> seemed to be all bubbling yeah. up you know <laughs> but everyone's like laughing yeah and, a great time. on each other and then like you uh i was trying to walk over to say goodbye to you and you're just kind of like Wait. yeah <laughs> god I, i'm so i was crazy, like i was like man. oh man and and uh the guy who was taking uh pictures uh came up to me and was like was he mad about something and uh but uh, okay I, I, I like i was i was worried that you thought you weren't doing well or something no but. it's it, my my inner monologue is just perpetually telling me that i'm awful well you weren't you were doing great <laughs> I, and i'm, I'm sorry that's why everyone was so confused yeah, they're like of course did he think he was doing bad this, like i don't understand this happens all the time okay where i have to get a i literally have gotten emails from uh people at shows the next day that were like you're great. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So, like, honestly, they were like, I was laughing. Yeah. I thought you were great. Yeah. And like, it's just that like my my inner monologue uh, plays tricks on me to such a degree that even if it's going like pretty well, yeah. For whatever reason, like I can turn on its head and just go like, they all hate you. It's really nuts. And There's I'm not I'm totally aware of like how crazy yeah. it is. And like I'm working. Uh, to get better at like quelling that voice because well, I, it's uh, become a little detrimental. Well, I'm glad we <laughs> talked about it, and I'm glad we talked about it while we were recording because I, I, like I said, I was, I was afraid. I mean, I was going to talk to you afterward. Oh, I was gonna yeah, be like, hey, do you remember the last show? Like, yeah, what, is oh, I totally right? do. No, I totally do. Because I even remember. I think um, uh, who went up before me? Uh, I think I mentioned him to you the other day. He's so great. Um, dad. 
Oh, he's Alan? Italian Alan guy. Spenny. Spenny Pugliano. Well, Spenny's great. No, no, Spenny, that was... Oh, uh, Dino, DiMartino. Dino, yeah, yeah, I love that Dino, guy. Yeah, he's yeah. so funny. Friends he was, of the pod. They've done... He, yep. Yeah, he was we, so funny, and he was, like, talking about, like... He was being so open and vulnerable about his, like, heroin addiction, I believe, yeah, right? Yeah, right, yeah. And then um, I was... Uh, I think I had been doing the one-man show a lot, so right. I was, like... I was just in a in a weird place of like trying to get the one man show on its feet and then trying to juggle like doing stand up mm -hmm. and I think my head would my head wasn't right. Okay. So then like, you know, as the set was going on and you're right, I was getting laughs. And I think probably one joke didn't annihilate and it was probably a new idea and I went they hate you <laughs> they hate you you hate them you both hate each other you have to leave it's really insane yeah. yeah 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 there was a really weird energy that night too I felt like in the whole city because there was because we felt it coming oh, you dude, know we that, felt like yes. the COVID coming and a lot of people I think most people were trying to just like have their last kicks, yeah. You know, before like they could tell it was going to shut down. Totally. No one knew how bad it was going to be. People yeah. didn't know if they were going to die no. or not. Yeah, you know? yeah. So like there, there was a weird sexual energy too. I don't know if you. I, don't know if you I love that you were or... speaking way for yourself on this. It's <laughs> hilarious. Not, like, but like people were like taking people at that show. People were taking really like lots of drugs and uh. just like. Going in the bathroom and getting weird with each other. Damn. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you yeah. should have stuck around it. Damn it. I, I, that's my dream to be. If I can be on the periphery of weird sex that's happening, that's I'd love nothing more than that. I'm not. You know, it was a weird night. Other people, like other people who weren't there that night. Have like expressed wow. that and be like, man, I was at this other place and this was the thing. Man. So, listeners, uh, if you were in New York City on March eighth, twenty twenty, and you felt a weird sexual energy, tweet at all of us. <laughs> Send pics. We don't care. Um, so, how how was COVID for you? Did you ever get it? Uh, uh, yeah, we, my fiance and I got it. Uh, Congratulations! Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Thank getting you. COVID. Thank, thank you. Yeah, you know, we've been trying for a while. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> you got it early on. Or, uh... We got it um, not too early on, the, not the December, uh, I guess December of uh, 2020, I think. Yeah. So no, we, December 2019 would have been the earliest you would have... No, yeah, so no, we held out. So we were good for a while, like quarantine did the whole thing, oh, and then okay. December 2020, 2021. Yeah. Um, uh, Rachel Feinstein, uh, you know, super funny, yeah, friend of yeah, ours, yeah. came over to do an audition, and we had just stayed at my girlfriend's sister's, or fiance now, uh, place in Cincinnati for like two weeks. So, you know, like you were around, we were around people, we just kind of forgot that like... COVID's still out there. So Rachel was like, oh, we have to do this audition. We we're like, come over. And then just spent the whole night just drinking and hanging out with her. And then and passing the, COVID around. Yeah, just two days later, <laughs> she was like, shit. And uh, this was before. My uh, mother-in-law has COVID. You guys probably have COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was before the, you could get the. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, before the vaccine, yeah. before uh, any of that. So, um, yeah, it, it sucked, man. It was yeah, really. Yeah, I had it really bad, too, in yeah. March of uh, 2021. So yeah. right before I could get the vaccine. Oh. Brutal. Um, did you, you? But you stayed here the whole time. You didn't. Uh, <clears throat> we were here most of the time, and then after that, because my uh, uh, fiance's sister had a baby, uh, we have baby niece. So we went to Cincinnati where they live to kind of just you drive meet or, or fly. We drove or, okay. just yeah, because, yeah, right. like you yeah. know. So we drove, hung out there for a couple weeks, uh, and then. When we got back and then immediately got COVID, we were like, we're not going to... If we don't have to, let's not spend the winter in Queens. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So then we went to Cincinnati for like three or four months. I oh, would say. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. Awesome. I went to Florida for about the same amount yeah. of time. Yeah. It was it great. Was, yeah. It was probably a little warmer than Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was nice. Uh, did you do outdoor shows 
during yeah. okay did you do zoom shows as well i did zoom i did outdoor Let's i hope hated, that never happens again i hate, hate, hated <laughs> zoom so much yeah. oh my god what a just like uh it just feels like a meeting. Yeah, like, this yeah. is so caustic and fun, and right, like right, you know, yeah, it's right, just yeah. it's so natural. Right. But over Zoom, it's so like, uh, okay, you now yeah. you. Yeah. There's and no like, no energy. There's no energy yeah. whatsoever. And but like, you like the outdoor shows though. I love the outdoor shows. Really? Yeah, because there was zero pressure. There was just there's it wasn't so much lawless as it was like the bar was so low that you could kind of do whatever you want. So like I felt a more of a freedom at these some of these outdoor shows than I would have at clubs. That's interesting cuz yeah. I feel like it's way easier to feel like you're not getting laughs at an outdoor show because it doesn't yeah. trap the laughter, mm-hmm. the noise in. There's a lot of distraction. Yeah. People yeah, are looking at birds totally like flying audio. by. And, yeah. You know, the birds are the always birds. flying by. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. My nemesis. Yeah. Um, a lot of pigeons yeah. out there. Yeah. The laughs would escape and there would be those distractions. But I think when you kind of tuned your mind to be like, oh, this is what this is going to be, the people in the audience were more open to like, Go off on a tangent. Be yeah. silly. Be goofy. Like, there really is no, there, there's no high bar here. Right. So it was, like, really fun to have that freedom, I felt like. Yeah. Um, especially with, like, not doing stand-up for a while. Like, it didn't feel like, oh, I had to come back and be, like, rigorous. Right. I, I could come back and just kind of be funny. Yeah. And then, like, from there, you could, like, re-remember how you do your jokes or how, like, to write tight okay. jokes or, like, come up with ideas. Yeah, that's interesting. So, so it, was, it was, like, a break from the regular yeah. and it, it helped you when you came back yes. okay that's cool yes um do you do you remember that uh, back to like kind of talking about how the the sound of the audience uh, can either help or whatever yeah do you remember that space where we did good for you where it was like a performance like a performing yes. art space yes and it was they did a lot of music out of there so they had like the you know the music yeah. dampening soft walls oh yeah so one time pat dixon was hosting yeah and He's up there and he's just like, he's assuming that he's not doing good, but I'm like, you know, yeah, in great. the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can hear that he's doing well. Yeah. And he just turns on the audience because he's like, fuck them, they're not laughing. And then sure. just gets really mean to everyone. Everyone's just really confused. <laughs> that's so funny. So you got to have good acoustics, guys. That's the, uh, that's, Man, that's the Pat point. Pat and I have very different approaches to when we think we're bombing. <laughs> I go, I'm so sorry. I have to I have to leave and throw myself in the river for penance. And Pat's just like, fuck all yeah. of you. You'll all burn for this. <laughs> I'm going to do even cringier yeah. shit now. Yeah. <laughs> you thought the sexism, sexism yeah. was bad i'm going after teenagers now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um when you were let's go let's go back to your childhood mm-hmm. you're growing up uh how far is uh how far from the city um not too far at all yeah, so an hour like, drive from the or? lincoln tunnel it's probably like 20 minutes 20 minutes super okay. close oh, yeah. so did you come to the city a lot growing up no because people from jersey do not like to go to the city <laughs> see yeah. yeah so uh i listened to springsteen's book recently and he was mm-hmm. like man i grew up close to the city but man we never went no, there no man sure people from jersey have such pride that they don't go to the city that they just go every we got everything right here yeah. we're we like need, we don't need you it. don't Probably isn't here. There's so many things aren't here. Yeah. They're they're so crazy about like they think that everyone in the city thinks they're better than them. Right. So they will never cross the bridge or get my money. Yeah, you're not getting my money. I'm not doing that. And meanwhile, you're like, I, what's like people fly from Germany. 
to like come, people fly from everywhere in the world to come to New York City. <laughs> and you're 20 you won't drive 20 <laughs> minutes. You could see it from your house. <laughs> and they think there's nothing toll. to learn there for us. <laughs> Only as far as Germany, though. No one's coming further than that. They're all like, <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. Australians are like, no thanks, buddy. You can keep it. Uh, so you you grew up. Uh, you were raised mostly by your uh, by your mom and your and your grandmother, right? Yes. And then you you grew up in a house with your aunts as well. Yes. So my uh, house was mom, grandma, yeah. great grandma, my mom's youngest aunt, and uh, me. And then the man in the living room. Who now? Who was the man in the living room? The man in the living room, who was my whole family, called the renter. Uh-huh. Uh, they called him a tenant. And, you know, when you're a kid, they just joked around and called him that. Uh, that's what I thought he was, because no one told me he wasn't. And then, you know, uh, one day, my friend John came over. First time I had a friend over for the first time. He's looking around the room. He, gets to this, he sees a guy in the living room, no shirt on, black sweatpants, <laughs> eating a waffle with his bare hands. <laughs> Frozen? Uh, no, no, no. This just a, a, just okay. like a warm, soggy waffle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Put syrup and butter on there, too? I don't think so. I think okay. it's a dry, soggy waffle. <laughs> but out of a waffle maker? Um, out of, uh, I think, a toaster. Okay, so, so like it was a frozen, okay. but... Yes. Uh, okay, yes. gotcha. Yes. Not, not currently frozen. Not he at yet. least heated it up. He's not yes. a caveman. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so he was like, my friend John was like, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> the floppy waffle guy. <laughs> and I was like, uh, that is our tenant. <laughs> and he was like, what is a tenant? And I was like, I don't really know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we afford waffles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's how we get waffles. <laughs> Just the guy with his shirt off. You're taking your pants off. A lot of shirtlessness and pantslessness in this episode, Uh, folks. So Uh, then asked asked my mom, and she was like, "Uh, it's not the tenant. That is uh, your grandfather. Oh, Um, what? So she she said... She just, well, first of all, she was like, I just assumed you knew. And I was like, well, how would I know? You guys all call him the tenant. Uh, <laughs> why would I ever put it together? Yeah. Um, but she basically was like, I never wanted you to know this could happen in a marriage. So what happened, he cheated on my grandmother. In her, I think around the 60s, she never forgave him. He wouldn't leave the house that he owned. She wouldn't spend money on a divorce. So she banished him to the living room. Marked all the food in the fridge, not for John, except for the waffles. Wow. That's how, that's how waffles we Waffles are free. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. <laughs> you got to get yep. yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. So he was, uh, so he was your mom's... My mom's uh, father. Yeah, your mom's yes. father. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, wow. And when... You didn't find that out until you were how old? I was uh, probably first grade. Okay. Yeah. Was, was your dad ever in your life? No. My dad died when I was a baby. Okay. Yes. And what's what's the story behind all that? So he was a made man um, okay. in a prominent uh, crime family. Wow. Yeah. Can you name the family or I no? cannot. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. We, Greg and I don't need targets yeah, on our back exactly. either. So that's, that's for that's, the best. That's fair. I guess just tell whatever you're allowed to. We won't press. No, man. You can, uh, no, you can, you can ask whatever you want. There, like I said, there might be just some things that I, I can't disclose. Right. But um, that's uh, that's not me being um, No, no. Like, yeah, yeah. Purpose like I'm being withholding for the safety of all of us. Yeah. And that's yeah. terrific. Yeah. And our yeah. listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, uh, I guess wh- what? Uh, and he he was he was killed. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what year was this? Uh, that was the year I was seven months old. Okay, so, so like 84, 83, 84. Uh, 82. 82. Yeah, 82. just okay. around then. Okay. Though, yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he was. Um, yeah, unfortunately, it's like you're kind of you know, story that people have heard before about people in this line of work where he was found in the trunk. Um, wow. Yeah. Where in your hometown or? Uh, no, it was in New York actually. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. So he was uh, uh, fair to say. I'm trying to like legalize this. Fair to say he was working in New York then. Uh, yeah. The, okay. The, the job took him there. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So he travels like you. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. There's okay. some similarities to us for sure. If you really break it down, there are. <laughs> and so you know some different uh, some places where we diverge from each yeah, other. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I'm sure I'll think of other questions, but it'll be at the safety of my own home uh, later. Uh, so I, I listened to a podcast you were, I think it was the Todd Berry episode you did and you talked about how you broke up a fight in Phoenix but you oh, said, sure. you, but you said and, and we'll get to that yeah uh, just like the architecture yeah. later on <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. we gotta Love tell you these we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta get back <laughs> William Jonathan hold on hold on <laughs> not yet hold on uh, you said though when you were talking about the fight you broke up in Phoenix mm-hmm. that you had broken one up in college but then you didn't I don't think you told the story about breaking one oh, up in college sure. so you broke one up in college what, what was the story then? I broke up one in college it's such a oh god um, so uh, playing just intramural basketball University of Miami and like you would have you know I, I grew up playing basketball so I would play and you would have just guys from Miami that would mm-hmm. come and play pretty much versus people on the football team so, oh. and so and like the pro- at basketball though. at basketball <laughs> okay. yeah so you have these like super athletes who like some of them could play basketball but for the most part they're just kind of freak athletes yeah and and Miami side, was a great football team around great that time football right? team. Yeah. yeah dominant so but these Miami guys could play like mm-hmm. these were like hard nose and they're, they're rough and tumble guys you know yeah. what I mean like you got like these football kids they're big but they're also like 20 year old kids you right. know right. so these guys are you know like with these Miami guys they're like 40 year old ex-cons with jail bodies you know what I mean so it's like <laughs> and they can play the game of basketball so I would I, was, I remember I was playing with the football players and I would kind of just be there like I you know I I, I knew how to play whereas they didn't so it would be like oh like they needed me to you know otherwise they're just like running around trying to dunk they're going crazy so so it gets heated between the Miami guys and the football players and they're jawing at each other I just jump in kind of the scrum to break things up to be mm-hmm. just gonna be like hey guys stop fighting hey, one of the hey my, guys, yeah really re- re- yes exactly I'm, along, I'm like guys? two feet smaller than everybody <laughs> and I'm just like yeah can we all just get along like you guys are you know so then this guy one of the Miami guys he reaches back to punch but when he reaches back, I get hit, whacked in the face. I get knocked out. Wow. Yeah. So by it, someone else. By someone else who it didn't even land the punch yet. He. This was the beginning of the punch. Hit me, knocks me out, fight stops. Because now they're all just concerned about me. And then, <laughs> hey guys, let's put aside our differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The boy is hurt. Yeah, we need to help this guy. Yeah, so that yeah, I, I broke up a fight that way where it's like it was about to happen. It sounds like you had a fight happen to you. Uh, yeah, fight happened to me. I wouldn't say you broke. I mean, you, that's not yeah. really. I, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know that I broke it up as yeah. much as a, a fight happened to me. Yeah, and someone punched everyone you. And everyone got concerned. very bad and concerned. <laughs> and then the, the real fight that was supposed to happen didn't happen because one happened to me by yeah. accident so you so i, I my follow-up question to both yes. of these was going to be have you been in a fight and uh, the, you've already answered it yeah any other so ones guess, or was uh, the, was well yeah when i was in third grade i, I fought this kid for a full year <laughs> <laughs> one continuous fight one like the grateful dead of fighting kind of, yeah it was just a jam band months. session of a fight <laughs> <laughs> like, like cartoonish, like just hands. Yeah, and, yeah. This fish version. <laughs> okay. Can we can we name the, the your nemesis? Sure. Well, unfortunately, uh, tragically, he passed actually this year. Oh my god. Yeah. I guess you win. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um, he, you know, I was like, you know, I was. In you don't have to name him. Let's not name him. Actually, yeah. now that we're now that we're now that we're, but, now um, that I'm kicking around someone I don't know. That's yeah. You know, it's okay. But um, uh, yeah, third grade. He, um, you know, he was. I was the smallest kid. Um, it was actually this was that was the first time I ever learned like anything of my dad's character because my mom was like very, very, very uh, aware to not sort of let on any details about him mm-hmm. um, because of what he was, right. and she wanted to shield me from that. So she uh, knew that I had not really grown since first grade, and like she was really worried about me being bullied. So she was she made it a point to tell me that my dad was the kind of guy who didn't take shit from anyone, and she said, "Don't take shit from anyone." So this kid Rick. We had a classroom suggestion box in third grade. He wrote down, uh, Miss Gianni is a bitch. And then oh he signed my name. Oh, oh yeah. By the way, it's not a suggestion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> couple <laughs> notes for you, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You know, more, <laughs> more of a note. <laughs> 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 Opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> more, more just an indictment of uh, who you think she is. But, um, so uh, so um, in front of the whole class, but the problem, Rick was dyslexic. So he oh. spelled bitch wrong. He called her a batch. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but Miss Gianni, none the wiser, in front of the whole class, says, Anthony, if you're going to call me a bad word, spell it right. I oh. said, no, I to spell it, bitch. B-I-T-C-H, bitch. <laughs> Ask Rick. And the whole class If he could spell it. Yeah. Oh. And then for afterwards, he was like, uh, um, he was like, I'm going to fight you after school. And like, he was big, and I, and people don't know, like, man, when you're small, you make up for size with yeah, psychosis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So I was like, <laughs> yeah. That too, yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to fight you. Uh, f-. And he goes, you're a pussy. And I said, no, I'm going to fight you for the full year. And um, so that's what we did. Every day we had a class, we had a co-room in the back of our classroom. Kids would uh, shut the doors, lock them. I would shut the lights and I would just go at Rick. And I, I like, I grew up in a basement, so I was like Bane. Yeah. I was born in the dark, and this kid had no chance. And I would just, I would pummel him. And then, uh, you know, we did that like probably on and off for like the full year, Jesus as much as Christ. like we could, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But I, you yeah. win more than you lost. Oh, I won guess? way more than I lost. One hundred percent. Seventy-five. Hundred percent. I would say, yeah, seventy-five at least. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Let's look at that. Give Rick That's a little bit of his deal. Pretty good. Don't yeah. fuck with Anthony Devito guys. in third grade. Yeah. Now. Don't fuck with third grade. Now. You get a time machine, I'll tell you who not to go back and fight right now. Yeah, and then I get, you know, then I get knocked out by a guy who didn't even throw a punch yet, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't go around broadcasting my toughness. All right, so, wait, 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 so you're, you, you perform on a show in Phoenix, right? Mm. And then after the show, yes, you walk outside and there's, there's trouble a brewing. Yes. Okay, well, let's, let's get into it. Sure. So I, um, so it's Valentine's Day. Uh, the show's Valentine's Day. I do my show, bomb horribly. Perfect. Um, uh, so then I'm, I just want to walk back. I just want to go to my hotel room from yep. the club. And I see there's this just like, just hammered young girl with, um, and I, with an older guy. It's, it, I'm presuming this is her father. It's also Phoenix. So you're like, maybe not. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> maybe they're dating. I don't know. But I'm like, under the assumption this is her father. They just seem like that was the dynamic. And she is just in the face of these like three. Very big dudes. Yeah. Just like very, very calm, big dudes, which is terrifying. Is it near the college? Are these like college age? Um, it's like downtown Phoenix. Okay. She's definitely college age. Okay. She's like 20s, like gotcha. early, early 20s. So, um, so I'm just like, I oh, just, I just like, I have to, I want to go, but I know this is happening and I just want this to go away. So I could just go to my room. I already feel terrible about mm-hmm. the bomb. So, um, so then at some point, 
one of the big guys just pushes the girl on the oh, ground. Oh, jeez. So I'm Can't like, that. yeah. So That's I'm like, oh, I have to now get involved. Yep. So I run over with no plan. I, you know, I, the last time I fought was Rick in third grade. Yeah. So but you're coming uh, off some big wins, though. Yeah, I'm coming <laughs> off a big win, big loss. So far, I'm one and one. Um, so I run over and I, I just wrap this guy up from behind, and I didn't. I had no plan. I put him in a Taz mission because okay. uh, I used to put that on my mom in high school to make her laugh. It's a professional wrestling move, which does not work in real life. <laughs> Scott gets out of it immediately. And now all the heat is on me. And I'm just kind of like, like, who's this stranger? Yes. Who's, who's this rogue? Who, yeah. Who's this vigilante <laughs> who just decided to get involved? To save the day. Yeah. 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 I'm baffled. I'm like, I can't believe he got out of the Taz mission. I was like, I thought that, that thing puts people down for the count. Wow. So... <laughs> So this guy turns around. So now all of the is on me. So I just kind of cover myself. Looking back, I should have just ran, but it just you know I just didn't hit me in that second. Um, so I just kind of like cover up to be like, all right, I'm about to get hit a lot. Yeah. So um, then one of the guys goes, whoa, whoa, that's the comedian. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And then the other guy goes, he needs his face for work. That's fair. Yeah. And um, who are these nice assholes? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They really towed the line. They shove women, but they're yep. not gonna fuck you up. Yeah. They were like, we really enjoyed your show, and I like, and then you're like, well, what do I do now? Because every I bombed for everybody, but now these guys are telling me I did a good job. So now in my head, I'm like, man, eh, you know, who knows the whole story here? I deserved it. These guys I mean, the great. acoustics were bad. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. hear all the laughter. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. They were confused at the yeah. one they bailed early. Yeah. I bet this girl said, these are war veterans. She probably said something about the flag. These guys are defending our nation in front of her. And all these are good people. It's not people. like they punched yeah. her, you know? Yeah, exactly, you know? <laughs> Who's the enemy yeah. here, really? Yeah, so so, yeah, so that happens, and I, and these guys and myself, I kind of was just like, let me talk to them, like, just to keep them distracted from yeah. whatever they situate. And then I look over to my right. She's thrown up everywhere. Her dad is crying next oh, door. Geez. And it was just, it was such a scene. And I, I remember like, I just remember going like, get me the fuck out of Phoenix. Yeah. Like, this is not how I wanted to spend my Valentine's but Day. But you distracted them enough to where they eventually Yeah, it all just kind of dissipated. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, would you say that show in Phoenix was your first big comedy break? Uh, yes. <laughs> what, what was yeah, that? I think that's it. No, wait, wait. It. So what, I know the guy from Train sure. saw you on, sure, a, sure. on a TV show, yeah, right? Okay, Axis what TV, Gotham Comedy Live. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. What? Like I know. Yeah, okay. Know. All right, let's get into that. Sure. So, take, take me through this. So, so you, the, you two, do that show, and he sees it, and yeah. then what? So 2014, they had a show at Gotham Comedy Club called Gotham Comedy Live. It was like a nice little payday for just, you know, doing a TV spot in town. And it was a lot of, like, our generation's comedians, like, First, if you want to call it like TV spot, right? Technically, a TV channel, Access TV. I think they just they play a lot of like live music, uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, so they would do this show, um, and I remember uh, Mark Curry was hosting from Hanging with Mr. Oh Cooper. wow, yeah. yeah. Just could care less that he was there, drunk. Uh, great, it was great. He goes, I was like, he goes, like, what do you want me to say? I was like, ah, you know, you could. Uh, I, uh, oh no, not even that. They gave him like, here's what you say about people. And at the time, I was like, I had a podcast called the Rad Dude Cast. Yeah. He introduces and he goes, this next guy, man, he's got a podcast. 
The rad drive, rad dude. I, he'll tell you about it. As if I'm going to go up there doesn't care. and talk about it. As if I'm going to go, thank hey you, guys, No bits. I'm just going to be plugging podcasts. Thank you, Mr. Cooper. What he's, meant, what he's talking about right now is a podcast. Like, it's insane. So it was kind of nice because I was just like laughing in my head at that. So I was completely like, I didn't care about the set anymore right. as much as I was like, what a hilarious what a surreal thing, thing Mr. Cooper just did. So this surreal thing started with another yes. surreal thing. Yeah. Okay. So I do the set and like you know you don't really think you know, you get tweets after you do any kind of thing on right, television right. but I'm not really thinking too much of it this is like a super obscure channel mm-hmm. so you know I'm going through the tweets and then one of them just says like it was from an account called Ad Train and it was like hey man that was like one of the funniest sets I've seen in a long time whatever it was and I was just saying, saying thank you to everybody you know it's a handful of people um, but I go oh, let me just check out like I was like that's weird it's just a guy named Train I was like that's interesting <laughs> like a blue check mark yeah, too? Like- yeah I was like that's just interesting so I go and then it's like it's like millions of followers. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Is this the train? <laughs> the Meet Virginia guy? Yeah. Is this Drops of Jupiter? Meet Virginia calling all the angels train? <laughs> so I was like, oh my, I didn't know what to do. And a friend of mine was like, yeah, man, just like, just be like, thank you. I, I, he was like, say something along the lines of, hey, if you're ever in New York, you know what I mean? Something right. like that. And he was like, oh, wow, like, I'm going to be in New York in a week. Yeah. I would love for you to do my podcast. So I go to, they're staying in this like fancy hotel. I do their podcast. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. It's him, keyboard player, Jerry. They're great, funny, good guys. And then we kind of just like, we're like, you know, like, let's go out. So then we go out. And we go to, a, like, the the hotel bar. Dennis Quaid is there. Um, okay, so that is connected to this. Yes. I, I, I saw in something that, like, you partied with Dennis Quaid yes. at some point. I wasn't sure if it was connected to this yeah. bizarre. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> Dennis Quaid is now there. So now it's me, Train, <laughs> What's Dennis name? Quaid, What's the guy from- Pat Monahan. Yeah, 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 he's great. So they're all, and they're like, you know, they're so rich. Like, they're rich in a way. They're, like, they're having very lighthearted conversations about private planes. I skipped an open mic to be there, you know. Like I've, I've, you know, so uh, I barely flown commercial. Like, right, right, so, right, right. So we're, you know, we're just kind of laughing and having a good time. And then at some point, like, everyone's getting like drunk. I don't know. I think Dennis Quaid might have been sober at the time, but he might have been like vaping or smoking weed, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. But like, um, they were like, uh, one of them was like, "You want to go back up to the room and sing songs?" And I was like, <laughs> "I'm like hammered at this yeah, point because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm just so drunk." Like. They're just like, what do you want? I'm like, just give me whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? So I'm like, yeah, let's do that. So then we go back to the room, and then they're singing songs. It's just me. It's my roommate, James Matter, Mad Dog, yeah. at the yeah, time. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you got to come see this. So when I tell the story, people aren't like, you're lying. Yeah, so like, right. so Mad Dog is there. It's me, Mad Dog. I think Annie Letterman might have come for a little bit. And Pat Monahan and uh, Dennis Quaid are singing like Hank Williams this, that. Um, and it's like very surreal. And then Dennis Quaid goes i'm gonna do one of my originals and dennis quaid is an intense fella yeah um like intense in a way that you're like no things could turn at any moment with this guy like he has that actor intensity that you're like you're you're not i don't know that you've ever been in a fight but you could be okay you know like yeah. I, I don't know maybe that's not the best to describe it but so anyway he goes i'm gonna do one of my originals and then he just he just and everyone's kind of terrified of Dennis Quaid. Everybody right. in the room, there's this consensus that it's like, this guy's scary for whatever <laughs> right. reason. Right. And Runs just, in the family. Yeah. Yeah. So he just goes, uh, he starts singing the song and he goes, and the cow goes moo. 
<laughs> and the horse goes hee 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 and everyone is just like this is good Dan you know what yeah, I mean like right. we're too scared to be like are you nuts like what <laughs> what is this well I hope he's not listening to this um, so, actually fuck that I hope he is I, yeah so I you could use another fight yeah 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 <laughs> get no, back I, in the ring I do not want that Anthony get back in the ring I'll tell you this man right now I don't want any bits of Dennis Quaid <laughs> okay. I've seen the black of that guy's eyes and there's not a lot there okay um yeah because he's he's one of those this is I think a better maybe better way to frame it he's like one of those actors who wants to sell you on that he's like not an actor but a real man so that he's even more dangerous because he's overcompensating the whole time right you know what I mean because you're like you're an actor right. but he wants to be like I'm not I'll, I'll, I'll throw an axe at you you know I'm a man you know he's like like how dare you say that I'm feminine in any way like he has that oh, kind okay. of like overcompensating energy um, was it was it was it this night that they asked you to come on a cruise with them yes so wow. the show, so it was that night so it was that night because the podcast went really well and like they were drunk and like Pat was like we do this cruise every year you gotta come on this cruise and I was like of course I'll go on a cruise <laughs> so yeah so then months later uh, I, we, I do the train cruise and it's uh, I think me and Nick Swartzen were the two comedians okay uh, Swartzen who's like one of the nicest guys in the world he's a fellow Minnesota yeah fellow boy. Minnesota guy man yeah. just so absolutely and so funny and so nice and then um, yeah it was like train and then Shaggy was on the boat and uh, didn't you do like a tequila tasting with did a tequila tasting with Chris Kirkpatrick from uh, 90s band in sync yeah. 90s band <laughs> yes. in sync yeah. and Chris Kirkpatrick man he's just he's a guy in his 40s like at the time yeah. maybe 50s now but like he was just a guy in his 40s who was you know any guy in his 40s who just happened to be in in sync Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, he did not come off as anything but, like, you're like, he's like, yeah, got a couple kids, got a wife. Sure. He used to be in this crazy boy band, and I have an MTV Europe award. But other than that, like, I'm just you, and it's just you. It's you and me drinking yeah. some tequila. Yeah. So fucking down to earth. Eminem even references him. Yeah. yeah. Like, he threatens him. Yes, I think he does. Yeah. I think he does. Good thing um, Eminem was not invited on this cruise. Oh, yeah. No, was, yeah. What was the most surreal? Was that the most surreal moment? Or what, what would you say was of all of, of the entire thing? Thing. It was a quiet moment with Shaggy in the uh, in the artist eating area because it was just me and Shaggy at one point. And <laughs> wait, it, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, do the do the first because was this before or after he does the bizarre performance that you that oh, you have in your stand up? This is um this is after. Okay, I let's 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 talk about that yes. part real quick and then we'll do yes. the quiet yeah, moment yeah, yeah, that yeah. you're saying is the most sure. surreal. We'll build yes. to the most surreal. Totally, here. Man. Is that the? Do you think that's the end or is there more? Is there a denouement from all of this? No, okay. no. I think that it was a quiet moment, but for me it was the most surreal just because it was like this private thing between yeah. us. But the Shaggy show, so I go to yeah, Shaggy yeah, show. Yeah. Shaggy, you know, he's about to debut a new song. Um, but Shaggy explains to everyone where he's been for like years. Also, this was a little fun fact. The 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 boot the boat went from Miami to Jamaica back to Miami. Shaggy did not make the return trip, so we just gave him a ride. <laughs> that was all that it was like it was insane to me. That Shaggy was just like, You're going that way, I'll I'll just get on board and I'll yeah. do I'll do a couple shows. But but has anyone seen him since? Are I, we worried I, about Shaggy? No, maybe <laughs> is he still there? I mean, very well might when are they be, coming man. back, man? <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I got I need a ride. <laughs> so, so yeah, so Shaggy does this bizarre show. 
where he like tells everyone why he had to write a new song. He hasn't done a new song in years. So he explains to everyone like he's been on the beach smoking weed and drinking beer. And then he talks to everyone. And then he goes, but I, but I, but he goes, I smoked too much weed. I drank too much beer. Oh. So I had to go back in the studio. And I, you know. <laughs> yeah. This plus this equals this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. So funny. I'm just taking this all in as like, this is, this man is writing a joke for me. Like, I'm just like, I'm so far. I'm like, I'm, I haven't touched a pen yet. Yeah, and yeah. this is all hilarious. Got it. And then at the end, he goes, um, so he closes on the song, It Wasn't Me. Before he does that, he gives this other strange speech where he goes, like, if, you know, the girls find you cheating or, like, um, you know, you <laughs> like you tell them it wasn't me. Everyone goes crazy. Right, right. And then he goes, and you know who told you that. Yeah. And everyone's like, you. Yeah. That's everyone's. And then he goes, uh, Bill Clinton. Oh. <laughs> And everyone was like, twist. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Uh, it was awesome. And, and then the next day, it was just the, the, you know, the artist eating area. It was just me and Shaggy. And I was like, I got to go up to this guy. First, I was like, I'm such a fan. And then, like, I saw this thing. And I was just like, um, he's just like, you know, just very slowly eating his broccoli and cheddar soup. And I was just like, I just wanted to Ooh. say, man, I'm a, I'm a big fan of yours. And he just goes, bless up. And then he just goes right back to his soup. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I just kind of walked away. Are you actually a big fan of Shaggy? I think so. Yeah, why not? Huh. A big not fan. An, not an ironic, not a nostalgia. I think, so. I, mean, I think a big fan in the sense that, like, I grew up in a time where his music yeah. was so popular and it's like meaningful to like a time period in my life. Mr. Boombastic, yes. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So, so I don't know so much that I'm like just like I'm this giant fan of your work as much as like, man, your work was around during years of so much importance right. to me. Right. So like that to me, I'm like. You'll always be associated with, like, a time in my life. Wait, he's our Hendrix, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was uh, that was easily the most surreal moment for me. He's eating hot Bro- cheese Broccoli soup. cheddar. Broccoli cheddar soup. Broccoli that's, cheddar that's, soup. That's, I remember. that's my favorite soup. Yeah, it's, it's great. Stuff. It's yeah. a great soup. And I remember because it was, like, the only soup, and I was like... I just was like, oh, I get shaggy, man. Just going to town in that broccoli and cheddar soup. And I was like, housing that broccoli. Yeah, I was like, I gotta say something to him. On a, to him. On, a, on a cruise from Miami yeah. to Jamaica, I'm just, nah, I don't he know. He couldn't have seen a more. cold it was, borscht, I think. Totally. Yeah. It was all business like for Shaggy. Like I said, man, this was him catching a ride. None of this was. I'm just here. Yeah. I'm getting from point A yep, to point B. That's all it was, man. I'm just hitchhiking. <laughs> I take some weird rides, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so was that before your Comedy Central Presents, or was that? Um, that was before, okay, yeah. So what was uh, what year was the Comedy Center Presents? That, that, that was 2017, I believe. Okay, and uh, what was what was recording that like? Where where did you record it? New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so it was. It in, moves around, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they used to do them in Boston for a while, and then um, they did them in New Orleans for a while. Um, it was New Orleans on 420. So it oh, was wow, like okay. it was a weird crowd. I would say that like um, they were just kind of like. You know, they're they were like New Orleans isn't really. A, it's, I love New Orleans, right? It's a, um, one of the, you know, but it's not a comedy town. No, and like so, like the taping, you could see people in the crowd, like just like looking at the rigs and stuff, just being and impressed like, oh, by yeah, yeah, like, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and like they weren't. It's funny, like when you you don't realize, but when you do comedy in New York, and I think even just being from the area, you have like a darker and faster sensibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'll experience this when I go in the Midwest. I'll go with ticks slower, and you know what I mean. Certain things are like just too much for them, and that's okay. You right. know, and you can play with that. But in New Orleans, like they're so not used to comedy that like everything felt too much for them and like they didn't get a lot of subtlety yeah so it was like i remember halfway through i had to like stop my set and be like let's talk about the energy in here 
You know what I mean? And then like try to pick it up from there. Because at some point I was like, ah, oh, this isn't going to work for uh, my uh, special taping. How and much like, do you record for one of those? Um, You want to do so like, I mean, they're going to air 22 minutes. Uh-huh. So you they, they usually like you to have like 22 to 30 and they'll cut out whatever. Um, I kind of just, I think I did like somewhere like 35. I was like, let me just give you kind of everything. Ton, yeah. Yeah. And Looking back. Whittle it down. Yeah. I probably would have done less to give them less to edit because then I would have been like, well, here's exactly kind of what I want. Right. But I erred on the side of like, oh, I might make more mistakes. when. But it's okay. I mean, it all turned out yeah, well. Out. Very happy. Like, And um, then that was before you did Colbert too, right? So that all kind of, getting both those things like happened in the same week, which wow. was like pretty Holy crazy. Yeah. yeah. So like I found out about Colbert. I had been working on a set with the booker for like a month and then there was kind of radio silence and then she called me up. I think I was, I was like, a Monday or Tuesday and she was like oh you're gonna do the show Thursday and then I think the next day I found out that I had gotten the Comedy Central half hour holy shit so it was like wild week for me (laughs) yeah Yeah. that was uh, man man yeah fucking congrats on all that yeah thanks man no it was (laughs) cool and you did it back when uh, was he there was Colbert he was there it was super surreal man because um, I um, my grandmother uh, was such a huge fan of the Colbert Report my Mm -hmm. mom was too and he was someone I grew up watching Mm -hmm. on the Daily Show and Strangers with Candy yeah Yeah, oh my my god God, Strangers with Candy Jesus so couldn't make that today because they already made it (laughs) they already did you'd be stealing ideas I don't know man Jerry Blank today might be a tough sell man <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah. Just because, and he also, uh, like I said, I grew up in Bloomfield. He lives in Montclair, so I would oh, see okay. him. Montclair's a town over, so right. I would see him out and about. And my grandma went to a Colbert Report taping. Um, I think for like eighty fifth birthday, maybe. And he at the time uh, had hurt his wrist, and he was doing those like he had those like wrist strong bracelets, like a right. parody of the Lance Armstrong. Right. And he gave one to her, so we've oh, always wow. had that in the house. So it was like it was really amazing to do that, and he was there, and like. You, I could hear him laughing at a certain joke, and oh, I was like, great. you know, you have that like dual brain moment yeah. where you're just like, oh, I have to keep saying the words, and this is nuts and whatever, but I'm also like, holy I know shit, what's going shit, on. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so, yeah. that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was a pro man, and he came and said hello to you right before. He right? came and said hello yeah. right before, and really put me at ease because like you just wait for so long when you do the. That's really the, the where the nerves kick in because like yeah. you're you're just there waiting in a room for hours before mm-hmm. you go on so like that's when things start to like build up and get weird so I was in the wings and I could feel myself being like a little nervous he ran back before he introduced me and was like oh hey man I just want to say like I watched all your clips like you're so funny I'm so happy you're doing the show and then right back to his desk and was like ladies and gentlemen Anthony DeVito so I was on such a high from meeting him that I had no there was no place for me to be nervous and it was such a, a, a pro move by him I'll never yeah. forget that that's really cool um, your uh, your grandmother though uh, there was a, a story about her that ended up in NPR yes. as well so and, and, and that was before the Colbert thing that was before the Colbert thing that okay. was I think some uh, maybe like a year or two before I think 2015 okay yeah and, uh, tell us tell us that story really quick sure. and then I, I got some questions about like how it got to NPR gotcha um, so she met my my grandmother um, got in a nursing home was like really just downtrodden when she got in the nursing home was kind of just it was hopeless and then she met this uh, blind black guy with one leg who was a quarter 25 years younger than her just about and fell in love with him and uh, wanted to to marry him 
Right. And, you know, my grandmother's an Italian conservative grandmother from, right. you know, New Jersey. Why so, not, like, the most woke? No, I would say, <laughs> Zero yeah. woke, anti-woke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, meets meets this guy. Her, like, worldview changes. And not only that, but her outlook on lo- love. Because, like, you know, her prior partner was my grandfather, the Waffle right. Man. Right. So <laughs> Shirtless Waffle yeah, Guy. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so does this whole complete uh, turn late in life, which is like this amazing thing to see and like kind of shows you that like you know uh anything is possible at any age that you could just transform whoever you were or thought you were and um so yeah i ended up doing a this american life story about that and um that was that was really really it's now it's because you know she passed it was a, it was a joke that, um, and yeah I'm yeah, sorry. yeah i mean i picked the worst possible no you're all right. right there you're all right I, I just can't wait to see how we're gonna get back into frank lloyd right from here <laughs> well i'll have to do that next episode I think. uh so wait uh i'm sorry very sorry to hear that no, she has okay. passed and uh her, her boyfriend also passed shortly yes. before her so right? the, yeah they passed pretty and early what of the on. man on the couch is he still around the man on the couch is long dead as well damn well oh, again, man, I, I, we're really ended on a, a sad note we'll another interesting tidbit uh, okay. about the man on the couch he didn't just cheat on my grandmother he has second family oh um hmm. In okay. the Bronx. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I, I very well could have these Puerto Rican cousins that I don't know about. <laughs> so, and the only reason we found out, he was on his deathbed in the hospital. My mom went to visit him, and there was this just Puerto Rican woman sitting on his bed, and she was. my mom was like, oh, are you his nurse? And she goes, I'm his wife. Oh, my oh. God. And then that woman was like, who are you? And my mom was like, I'm his daughter. And my grandfather pled ignorance to the whole thing. He was like, like I don't know who either of you are. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, this is, you're all, you're both crazy. Like, and, and then just died. And then he died shortly Give after. Me one more waffle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one waffle for the road. Huh? Oh my god, that's what we all really want yeah. when, our, when our time you know, when our time comes up. Uh, so wait, how did NPR find you? Because you you were yes. doing that as part of your. Uh, I was doing that a chunk, as a chunk of stand up. Okay. Uh, and then I was doing it on uh, Whiplash at yep. UCB. Yep. And uh, Elna Baker who's one of the producers at NPR, uh, or This American Life, rather, she was, uh, her, I think, then fiancé was in the crowd and saw the set and was like, I think I might have a story for you. (laughs) There's this guy, and kind of told her the nuts and bolts of it, and then from there, I worked with her to, um, on the pitch, and then once it... You know, got once it got approved, then I worked with this great producer, this girl, uh, Miki Meek, and um, and then the story went out, and uh, yeah, just did the recording, met Ira Glass, did the whole thing. Were there any parts that were like too racy for? We uh, we NPR? had the the racism angle was a part of it, just because, but then it felt like it was too much of a tangent. The drive of the story felt more like, oh, her change, not so much her change in her worldview, but her change in her outlook on love, right. But no, I mean, was there anything too hot for NPR? Not like, um, not like, not the. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a ton of details within the stand-up that I wouldn't do oh, on okay. NPR because, like, the NPR, I, I, I was surprised how many like jokes I got off from stand-up in NPR. Because, like, and Ira, too, like, you know, I mean, he's like a, uh, you know, I mean, he, he's like a, just like an orchestra, like, he's like a maestro. Like, right. he was just like, do this with your voice here, do this here, and then, like, so it was interesting, because I had never done anything but stand-up at that point, in terms of, like, getting uh, laughs, or just 
getting any kind of effect from people. Um, but yeah, I mean, like stuff in stand up, I have, you know, my mom was like worried that like they wanted to get married because for sexual reasons. So it's okay. like those things <laughs> didn't make it into NPR. But, you know, like other weird, like, you know, details did, which I was kind of surprised that they let them go. Cool. And then w- there was a, there, people kind of pushed you to make a, a, a TV show, right? After, yes. After that? Yes. Uh, is, uh, well, what happened with that? I guess the pandemic probably. Well, yeah. I mean, I, it was, it was tough. Like for years, I tried to make that show, mm-hmm. but it, I mean, it was hard for a couple reasons. It's just like, I mean, as you're saying, it's like, there's a lot, yeah. you know what I mean? Sort of like to jam all these parts into one place and make it work and also make it seem realistic right. was hard. So, um, it was really just, and I, I am now finding a way to like make all those pieces fit into a whole, which makes sense for people. Um, but, uh, it, and also it's like, I, I did pitch the show as like my grandmother and, uh, her boyfriend, Frank, it was like kind of driven by them, but you'd be surprised. Um, people were kind of averse to that, Hmm. not averse to their story. They love the story. They love everything about it. But like, they were really like, man, no one wants to watch a show that's mainly old people. Yeah. So like they had to become a smaller piece and like the rest of it needed to be figured out. So I'm in the process of doing that right okay. now. Okay. Well, you, so you're still doing it. Terrific. Yeah, I'm still that's working great. on that. Yeah, I mean, these shows take forever, yeah. you yeah. know. They really do. Well, that's good. Um, you have a second album coming out as well? Well, yeah, not unfortunately, it's been indefinitely postponed because of stuff completely out of my control. Do we need to talk to somebody? We need to <laughs> God, these are the moments some, these some guys around. These are the moments where I go, I wish the old man was still here. It's <laughs> the only moments. <laughs> God, yeah, but you, you you've recorded it. Uh, it's recorded. It's okay. out there. When and where did you record it? I recorded uh, Acme comedy. Oh, yeah, nice. okay. I recorded in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Uh, oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I recorded in Minneapolis uh, the end of October, and it was supposed to come out uh, today or tomorrow. Tomorrow? Nope. Well, yeah. right. well a couple this days. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was supposed yeah. to come out. Yeah, this week. supposed to come out this week. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, unfortunately. But uh, I do have a YouTube special. Uh, free YouTube special of pretty much the same material that will be out on my YouTube page on May 26th. So cool. If you're May listening, 26th. for the love of God, subscribe to my YouTube page. Because <laughs> I've never put any emphasis on social media, and uh, now I am playing a lot of catch-up. <laughs> right. uh, so let's, 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 uh, this is the time to do that. Plug, uh, where, where can people find you oh, on, yeah. on social media? Twitter? Uh, yeah. What do you got? Uh, Twitter, I'm at AnthonyDeVito underscore. I didn't realize that uh, it's the one with the blue check mark, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you, Instagram, got yourself, you got yourself an Instagram account. Instagram and TikTok, those are the big ones. Oh, Follow me. TikTok? Oh, I even got a TikTok, oh, man. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Comedian Anthony DeVito. Any shows this weekend? Um, no, uh, I'll be at Moon Tower all week. It's uh, in Austin, right? In Austin. Okay. So if anyone's listening to this in Austin, I'm doing the one-man show, which is about my father, called My Dad Isn't Danny DeVito. My Dad Isn't Anthony DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> <Terrific>. <laughs> I'm doing that a number of times. And then uh, I'm doing it in New York at the uh, end of the month, April 29th at QED in Queens. Cool. Oh, Perfect. Cool. Yeah. And you'll be on Good For You July 2nd. July 2nd. That's yeah. right. And I'll be hosting the June 4th show. So, guys, <laughs> I'll just end with plugging myself. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Anthony. Yeah, of course, it was a delight. Yeah, pleasure it was a to have time, you. Guys and uh, thanks for listening, yeah. guys.